Welcome to the Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. Good morning, potties. Well, it's uh, the Chemist Chick here again, and I've got a story for you guys today that is definitely one of my favourites. People say to me, how do you remember all this stuff, Helza? How could you forget it? Seriously, some of the stuff that's happened is just, you can't make it up. Anyhow, this is one of my favourite all-time stories. Naked spin the bottle. Yes, go ahead, let your minds boggle. Okay, one point in my career, I thought I had heard and seen it all. That is, until one day a man in his early 30s came in and said, this is very embarrassing. Don't worry, I'm sure I can help you, no judgment. Well, a couple of my friends and I got very, very drunk and decided to play spin the bottle. Yes, I understand, we all play silly games when intoxicated. So far, so good. One of my mates thought it would be good fun to play naked. Okay, here we go. So, uh, what seems to be the problem? Oh, bloody hell, this is so embarrassing. It's okay, nothing shocks or embarrasses me anymore. What happened? Well, we were playing with a small Coke bottle and we were all very drunk. Each time the bottle pointed to you, you had to take off a piece of clothing. Yes, I've got that. Some of us had had way too much Coke of a different kind too, if you know what I mean. Okay, I see. Wow, what a party. One of my mates starts getting a little amorous with another of my friends. We were all naked and off our faces and, well, things got out of hand and it got stuck. What got stuck? I'm so glad I came into work today. The Coke bottle, he says. I have to ask, where did the Coke bottle get stuck? You know, up his bottom. Good grief, you have to take him to the hospital, I said. No, we're way too embarrassed. He's outside now wearing a trench coat and it's the middle of summer and he can't walk properly. I can imagine. Please, can you think of something? Oh God, he was walking around outside like he was trying to chew a minty between his butt cheeks. Look, here's a big jar of Vaseline. If this doesn't do the trick, take him straight to the hospital, okay? And good luck. This was the funniest day ever. I mean, I hope the poor bucket got sorted out. How I kept a straight face through all of this to this day, I'm so proud of myself because I was screaming with laughter inside. But forever the professional, I somehow held it together. Oh, gosh. Over the years, I've sold some weird and wonderful things, including red salmon at a chemist in Sydney. They had it piled up high in the form of a tower at the front door. God knows what it was doing in a pharmacy. Obviously, someone got a good deal somewhere off the back of a truck or something. I've sold shoelaces, boot polish, pepper spray, knives, can openers, kitty litter, fairy floss, just to name a few. But the winner is a store in Sydney. This was a huge pharmacy. Um, I called it the Huff and Puff Chemist. On one side, there was a big milk bar. And on the other side, they sold cigarettes with lots of posters saying how smoking was good for your nerves. We also sold Glomesh handbags. 
And out the front we had tons of rubber rings and pool toys and snorkeling gear all hanging out the front of the shop. We sold everything. So anyhow, in this store, the poor buggers would buy their packets of cigarettes for $2 in those days at one counter, then walk to the next for their Ventolin. Outrageous, yes, but I guess it was based on the setup of the American drugstore. I actually loved it because we served old-fashioned milkshakes in the ice-cold silver cups with heaps of real ice cream. I've always thought that a chemist would do well to have a juice bar inside it. Now, any bar would be good, really. At this store, we sold Helena Rubinstein Cosmetics, and I remember doing the training. It was in the very posh Wentworth Hotel. The boss paid for this one. This is another great thing about being a chemist chick in those days. I've attended over 19 training schools in cosmetics, all paid for by the bosses, and they weren't cheap in those days. Who remembers the blue facial peel-off mask? This was a big deal, and I've never seen one like it to this day. It was like latex rubber when it dried, and boy, did it suck out those blackheads and close the pores shut. Must have had some serious chemicals in it. Okay, I've got to do it for the young ones. Did you hear what happened to Helena Rubinstein? No, what? Max Factor. Boom, boom. Some people are so rude, but only the minority. Thank goodness. Or I wouldn't have stayed in this job all these years. I had a guy come up to the counter one day and screamed at me, Pain! So I go into the dispensary and I'm looking for his script. I can't find it anywhere. I go back to the counter and say, Sorry, sir, I can't find your script. I... I've looked for P-A-Y-N-E, P-A-I-N. I've looked uh, for everything. No, stupid, I'm in pain. Have you got shit for brains? He screams at me. What have you got for my pain? How about a bullet, asshole? Well, all hell broke loose. My boss came running to the counter and the guy's screaming, I will never come into this shop again. My boss shouts after him, good, we don't want people like you in here anyway, so fuck off. I loved the fact that my boss really went to bat for me, but I did get a talking to him from as well. Helen, you can't go around calling customers assholes. I just have a knee-jerk reaction when people attack me. I wouldn't get away with it today, but the 70s was a very different time and very different place. So I say, okay, boss, sorry, noted, but the rest of the day I was a hero to all the girls with pats on the back and shouting me lunch. It was one small win for us for all the times we just smile and take all the abuse. On a positive note, though, I've also had some of the most wonderful customers over the years. I've even made some lifelong friends with them and had heaps of laughs. Many of them have been so kind and very giving and really made my day by sharing a joke and stories about themselves and their families. It's been truly wonderful and a part of the job I really do enjoy. One funny thing I've found is that people who are in real physical, mental or spiritual pain complain the least, and I wouldn't mind if they did, not one bit. And the ones who carry on like a pork chop over a broken nail or the like, I still think to myself, oh, get off the cross, we need the wood. Many times over the years, the bosses preferred I didn't work behind the back counter, as I still reply to questions What's the difference between Ventolin and Asmol? I would say that one starts with a V and one starts with an A. Same horse, different jockey. Helen, get back to the fragrance counter. <laughs> okay.
Bye, potties. The Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. You can subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you hear great podcasts. This has been another quality podcast from Bytes.com.